Wow, Chris. What a performance from Niowa in a way. He takes out Stephen Fulton. Destruction, domination, unbelievable. You're watching or listening to Inside Boxing Live. I'm Dan Canobio. He is the former world champion, Chris Algieri. It is not seen here on the nice and early for this one. Didn't think it was going to be that one-sided, Chris. What are your initial thoughts on Nio Inouye? Just straight up one-sided beatdown of Stephen Fulton. His nickname is The Monster. It should be The Nightmare because <laughs> any one of those weight classes about to fight him, he is in your in your dreams, in your being a nightmare because, I mean, listen, he was top to bottom. He outboxed Fulton. He outfought Fulton. He outpunched Fulton. He outclassed Fulton. That's – it blows my mind. I wasn't, I wasn't prepared – for that I, I knew you know that the power was real i knew that that was going to be a question early on i thought that fulton could be savvy enough big enough strong enough to fight on the inside none of that was true none of that was true in a way is he's probably the best fighter in the world he's number yeah. one he's number yeah. one for me because not only is it the power which we saw in this fight because he hit he was hitting fulton throughout from from the opening belt with, with power shots um, it's definitely not the same at 122 as it was at 18 and and then and lower. But now we also realize how good Inouye always was because it wasn't just the power. I think a lot of people might have just been like by the allure of the power, be like, yeah, he's just a big puncher. No, 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 no. He is a fantastic master boxer. He was out there out jabbing Fulton to the head to the body. He set that right hand up that 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 rocked Fulton from the opening bell. That stab jab to the belly, which couldn't miss. He started that in literally one minute of round number one. And that was the that was the punch that ended. I was talking to my nephew about it. I go, man, Fulton needs to keep that left hand pinned to his temple because one of those right hands comes over the top after that belly jab. It's good night. That's exactly what happened. And uh, yeah, I know it, it. Listen, the monster is real. The monster is real. He raised any doubts out there. Anyone out there? Monster who? I was still getting those replies up until this morning. Who is he beat? Uh, I've never watched him fight. Am I familiar with them? Oh, that's gone now, bro. He just went up to his fourth weight class, 122 pounds, no gimme fight. So I'm going to fight the best guy at 122, undefeated champion who has never been stopped before, let alone lost. Never he been takes down. Him out. Never been down. Takes him out. From the opening bell, I would maybe give Fulton one round, like the seventh no. or the sixth. Nope. Barely. <laughs> I mean, barely. I mean, he had one round where he outlanded him. It was the sixth. He outlanded him. Uh, where is it? 13 to eight. <laughs> the seventh. But other than that, pure dominance. Uh, in a way, outlands Fulton. 114 to 147. In a way, landed close to 40% of uh, his power shots. The jab early on was the indicator for me. And, and anyone watching that has an eye for the sport, Opening bell, he's just moving around in there, jabbing, just landing at will. Nothing that Fulton threw back got the attention of Inouye, and that's something we talked about in the lead-up to this fight. It was, you know, he has one of the lowest uh, KO percentages of any uh, active champion. That was always going to be a problem for Fulton. Yeah, he was bigger. Um, he didn't exactly – he was fought – he was standing there in the mid-range but could not pull the trigger because he was just too worried about what was going to come back. And interesting, you talk about the power. Obviously, it's still there because he was able to stop uh, Fulton Lee because he's just so devastating but his thing now it, it, he's just constantly on you the pressure the angles the the jab now a new wrinkle or or he's using it more more of an emphasis and, and then the power and the speed is always going to be there to a certain degree it's just now we're going to be asking what's next for him because Marlon Tapales came in the ring that's that's going to be another win he's now so now he'll be undisputed at one 
uh, 18, and then 122 in, in less than five fights, which is just insane. So that's for legacy. What are the real challenges for this guy? You're going to start asking questions. You're going to start looking around different weight classes. Tim Bradley said on the telecast that he can probably move up uh, to as high as he wants to go. Obviously, I would think like 140 is probably the, the, the stoppage. That's a lot of weight there. Maybe even 135. You would know better than me there. But it's like, what, what are his challenges? What are his immediate challenges? How far can this guy go? I mean, he just moved up. This is his first fight at 22. He, you know, he looked undersized. He is undersized. I, I don't think he could really contend with the top guys above 130. It is, there's a, the, the 130 is going to be the, going to be the ceiling for him, I believe, because guys get big then. 35 pounders are huge. Steve, uh, Shakur Stevenson. I remember him when I first met him and he was, a, I think he was a 30 pounder then. He's huge. And, and I, anyway, is not a big guy. So, uh, yeah, size matters, and that that's always that's always been a factor. And that's the thing about someone like him. He's so good. He's not going to lose until we just blow him up to a point where it's just not feasible for him to to maintain what he's doing. He's already almost there. It's his fourth weight class. He's 30 years old. It's not like he's growing. He's just he's just that good. He's we got to move him up because there's no competition. He's going to keep blasting guys out. But you know, back to the point about his boxing. What he showed tonight or today, this morning, um, is, I mean, his his superior judge of range, which is what Fulton does really well, completely had him befuddled. Fulton had a longer reach, couldn't 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 catch him with anything, couldn't touch him with the jab. But anyway, started jabbing him immediately. First jab he threw, cut, split the guard right through the, Fulton comes back with a jab and falls short. How do you do that? Because he's a master of range. His timing, his rhythm, and what really impressed me today was his discipline on de- and being defensive after his offense. That right hand to the body rolled out combination <laughs> was a thing of beauty. It was textbook. He's fundamentally perfect, and he stays disciplined the whole night through. Fulton had some success when he was pulling out straight at times, which is something that anyway does do a, a little bit and never had someone as long as Fulton, so he got hit with some shots on the way out the door. But he made that adjustment. didn't happen much in the later rounds that as, as he started to pick up. Um, and really, I mean, when you're getting hit, when you're getting – so offensive that's that happens he got hit more in those last couple rounds because he's really starting to pour it on looking to to get the finish but i mean his boxing is what impressed me tonight it wasn't wasn't his power wasn't his pressure um he puts a tremendous amount of mental pressure on you because he's he's in front of you and my 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 nephew said it to my nephew mike said he's like these man it's like they're they're standing right in front of each other look at their feet and they're 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 yeah. boxing at that distance and and throwing their hands so quick and also being able to react and move and uh, I mean, he's just so twitchy too. I, listen, I can't. I, I could talk for an hour about how great that guy is. <laughs> I was, I was super impressed. Michael Algieri is the next great fighting Algieri, uh, great amateur in New York, soon to be pro. Um, that's who Chris is referencing. Great, great kid. Great kid. Watching the two Algieris watching early in the morning that warmed my heart. <laughs> yeah, well, he's got sparring this morning. So. Isn't that the beauty though of this? Early morning fights is now we have the whole day ahead of us. We can uh, do whatever we want today. We got a nice jump start to the day. I'm going to head into the office and, and talk to everyone there about how nasty uh, in, in a way is. But um, four division world champ, Chris, 20 and 0, 18 knockouts in championship fights to stop his last eight opponents. There's no doubt to me. There's no doubt. There's a big discussion about pound for pound. We'll get to that in a second. There's a big fight this weekend over in Las Vegas. We'll be there and we're going to be going there because of our friends at ppv.com this Saturday, Spence Crawford undisputed welterweight championship. It's going to be live on ppv.com. That is the way 
to order uh, the fight. You can stream it on any device. You can stream it on your phone, your laptop. You can stream it to your big screen TV. And not only that, it has an interactive chat. Me, Chris, Lance Pugmire will be in the chat live inside of the arena, giving you up-to-date analysis and all that good stuff. So PPV is the best and most reliable, most engaging way. Uh, they're sending us to Las Vegas, so why don't you at home do the right thing and order through ppv.com. It's very reliable. So head over to ppv.com right now and uh, order this fight, Spence versus Crawford, actually giving away one free pay-per-view later on in the show. Mark Bacardi of ppv.com will join me, and he will. Uh, I will ask him one question, and that question will be the prompt for today's giveaway. We're giving away one free pay-per-view every day until fight night. Five free pay-per-views. That's how generous and how amazing ppv.com is. So keep a lock to all of our content from Las Vegas because we will be announcing news pay-per-views, free pay-per-view giveaways throughout the day at random. Could be could happen at any time, any hour, any minute. LG could happen on the Starbucks line. It can happen on the buffet line with Algeria. It could happen in the club while we pop bottles. So you never know when we're going to be announcing the next pay-per-view giveaway. How do you like that, Chris? See that inside boxing live, giving back to the to the people that that, that got us here. We right. uh every everywhere we go, Dan, you and I, we we people come up to us, man, we love the show, we love the show. I I Joe Testor grabbed me today, said, Oh, you and doing Dan are doing great. And he's like, I at least he goes, I listen to it every day. Well, he's like, Well, you don't post every day. He's like, better listen. <laughs> you <laughs> could if you still listen in five yeah. minute increments, you can listen to it every day. That's that's right. That's right. So we we uh we really appreciate the support from everyone out there who's listening. So so give give back a little bit. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. That's what we do man. here. Yeah, PPV, not one pay-per-view wasn't enough. Let's give away five. <laughs> so the fans are going to love that awesome uh, fight, and it's a good segue into the pound-for-pound discussion. Um, up to this week, I was getting some pushback on Nia Winaway being in the top five. Like, not even in the top spot. Come on, man. Like, just, just say you're unfamiliar with his work. Just say you don't you don't watch lower weights. Just say you, you haven't really researched a guy because he has put in the work. He's a four-division world champion. This now cements it. This right now makes Nio Inouye is the best fighter in the world. And for the next three days, at least. For the next three days, at least, because Crawford Spence coming up. But I we always said it's gonna come down to how he how they win. Nio Inouye, that was domination. That was leave no doubt. That was a, a knockout. Spence and Crawford give us a back and forth fight. I, I expect it to be more competitive uh than this fight. Spence uh Fulton and Inouye. I expect Spence and Crawford to be a lot more um competitive. So that's a back and forth fight. We get a split decision. Not that pound for pound is the end all be all, but I really do subscribe to who is the best fighter in the world. I love to figure out who's number one. That's fun to me. Nia Winaway is number one right now, and it's going to take a really big performance from Spencer Crawford to move him off of that list because he, he's just everything. He's everything right now. And Bradley said it on the telecast, and I couldn't agree more. It's like when Manny Pacquiao hung up the gloves, I said to a lot of people, like, we'll never see someone like that. I'm not saying Inouye is like that, but he's damn close in terms of the footwork, the angles, the jumping up weights, the imagination that uh, you have when you watch him and wondering how high can he go, how far. That's what's fun about boxing to me is thinking, how far can this guy push it? How can he How can he push that little body and, and beat guys bigger than him? That was always Pacquiao. Um, we'll see if he has as illustrious career as Pacquiao because I don't think that's quite possible. But it is fun to even compare, in a way, in the same breath to someone like Manny Pacquiao. There will never be another Manny Pacquiao, um, but he is Pacquiao-esque in terms mm. of what he's done, where he's going, what he can do, what he can achieve. Um, but he, if, if you if you just compare Pacquiao, like because Pacquiao did everything wrong, like the way he fought, technically, stylistically, he did everything wrong. And it, but but it was so fun to watch. 
Um, Inoue's fun to watch in a different way. He's, he's scientific. He's methodical. He's a master boxer. Uh, Pacquiao was the opposite of that. He literally was a, was a, a wild man in there. Um, so it's very different. I think, I think Pacquiao, a lot of casuals love Pacquiao because his style was just wild. He was just out there. Just, he was, he was, a, he was a, a destruction machine. Like, and he just, he got hit back. He, you know, he'd be blood and guts. Inoue's not that way. He's a technician. He's out there. Like he's, he, he's like AI. He's able to like take in the data, make the adjustments, make you just miss. It's perfect. It's fundamentally perfect. The things that he does in there for a true boxing heads. He's awesome to watch. I'm I'm so jacked up because of how, how damn good he looked. Not just the fact that he got him out of there. I expected a, a competitive fight. It wasn't competitive right. at all. So like he outboxed the boxer, the style that I thought that would give in trouble was Stephen Fulton. I always said guys out there that fight the way that he fights super fundamentally sound. They have trouble with the slick West Philly type guys like, like Fulton. And he completely dominated from the opening bell. I'm, I'm flabbergasted. Cause I was, I was wrong. I, I thought that this was going to be a good fight and it wasn't. We were all wrong. I mean, I was except I was right. I mean, not to toot my own horn, my parlay cash drinks on me in Vegas. I parlayed, Robesi Ramirez stoppage in a way stoppage plus two fifty odds. Um, this isn't about me and my winnings. Um, but I am a little bit richer today. But we we didn't predict. We on our pre-fight shows we predicted in a way decision close fight. He'll be pushed. Um, he'll have moments where he'll dig deep. Uh, but he'll win. That was not the case. That was not no. the case. And I love the fact that he stopped. He erased all doubt with a knockout. To be uh, that technical, to have that good of a jab. Um, any time that Fulton did have moments and it was very singular, it was, there was a right hands out of a clinch. There were, like you said, coming back in a way, jumped on him after that yes. right there is a great thing too. And that just erases all doubt. He just erased all doubt. That's, that's the main storyline of, of this fight. And, and now moving ahead in his career, Nio anyway, erases all doubt. He is a elite, elite talent. Let's just sit back. And enjoy him. Enough with the hand wraps. Enough with the PED ac- accusations. Enough with the who has he fought? Uh, what's his resume? How come he doesn't fight in the U.S.? This is a global sport. This is an international sport. It always will be. This guy is a rock star in Japan. It's him and, and it's Otani in terms of heroes over there in Japan. Maybe he'll come over to the States and they'll maybe not top rank. We'll, we'll have a more concerted push uh, to make him a little bit more marketable. But, man, this guy is, is the goods. We're going to just you know, foam at the mouth over this guy for the next couple of days and rightfully so. But shout out to, to Stephen Fulton for taking this challenge, heading out to, to Japan, getting a career payday, taking on a big time challenge. Uh, I'm sure he won't have any excuses afterwards, or I hope not. Uh, as he exited the ring, uh, he got an, an applause from the Japanese fans. It seemed like he got a lot of respect over there. That's why the fight was over there. It's a bigger fight. Uh, he comes back to the States and, you know, he has to repair his image and get back on it. And he's still a young guy, too, but it's all no, about he's, it anyway. He's two belts lighter returning back to the States, which is always tough. But he's he's likely going to move up. And I, I, I predict he'll be a world champion at, at featherweight now at 126. And because Fulton does, he is the goods, you know, as much as he was completely dominated and taken out by, by in a way, in a way, it looks like he's probably a generational talent. So uh, no knock on Stephen Fulton, like you said. Props to him for going over there, bringing his two belts, uh, getting a payday that the, the lighter guys usually don't see. Um, yeah, he, he dared to be great, and he fought a great. It didn't turn work out for him, but I, I think he's got success down the line at, at 126 because, like we said, he he does have the good. Stephen Fulton's a hell of a fighter. Look at 122 right now. Marlon Tapales went into the ring. That's fight's going to happen, and 
you know, we expect Inoue to win that one. To come I want Figueroa, man. That's the fight I want to see. Figueroa at 126 or 122? Uh, is Figueroa 26 now? Yeah, he moved up. Oh, man. Well, I'm going to look at the next two weight classes. Like, 122, I'm looking around. Topolis, he clean, cleans out 122. What does he do then? Like, what's going to get up? I know. There's, I'm still looking at 122. M- MJ, he lost it to Topolis. Luis Neri is is stringing together some wins after a couple of losses. Ree Salim, he didn't. He just lose in, in Australia. Crazy A, that guy will come in and get served up to Inouye. Uh, mm-hmm. John Real Casemiro has fallen off the map. Uh, th- there's no one really at this weight class. So then... We have to start. That's what I mean. Like, start asking these questions. Like, all right, can he move up to featherweight? Featherweight has some big names, some big punchers. Um, Lee Wood, uh, Ray Vargas, not exactly a big puncher, but these are names. Uh, Luis Alberto Lopez, Brandon Figueroa, Robesi Ramirez, who was just on the undercard, who is going to be even bigger than than Fulton. Uh, Mauricio Lara. Those are all tough fights. Even Good even. God. Even even for Inouye, those are tough fights. Jeez. I mean, well, that's the question. Like, when you're this good and you're – this is Pacquiao treatment. This is – all right, can Pacquiao jump up to 147 and beat Oscar? Can Pacquiao jump up to one uh, – to lightweight? To, to How far can he push it? Like, we got to go one step at a time. Like, unless someone comes up from 118 to challenge him at 122, that's not the same allure of, as Inouye moving up. Someone move up to 118 to 122, I guess we can look at that too. But man, there's some good names at, at featherweight. I, I just it's it's you're using your imagination now when it comes to anyway, because I just think he's so much better than anyone at 118, 122, 126 remains to be seen. Obviously I don't one... think he's gonna stay at 22 long. I think this is gonna be a kind of a, a springboard, like a like a like a frog lily pad. He's gonna 22. He's gonna probably have two more fights, get those two titles right to 26, get those big names, search for those big names. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, depending on if those guys hang around. Because these lighter weights, guys, guys move up because you know they're growing, they're 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 younger. Um, we'll see who's there when he gets to twenty six. But yeah, I think he's got some big challenges at twenty six. Who's at one eighteen that can maybe go up? That's not old. Uh, let's see, bantamweight. We got Maloney. He really disposed of him. Uh, Manuel. This is his old weight class. He's not. I mean. There's no, no one there. Not, he already cleaned that out. What am I even doing? Uh, no. Like it's early here. He already cleaned out that division. There's no one. It's either one state one twenty two and or one twenty six, and then try to become a five division world champion. Um, wow, great stuff. I loved everyone coming together, getting up nice and early. Twitter was engaged this morning. This was a fight that was polarizing. Uh, became more polarizing as the weeks and got into fight week with the hand wrap issue and the PED speculation and the uh, Fulton with the PVC and all the PVC backers. And then uh, the non in a way believers, but I think even the hardest in a way, uh, excuse me, the hardest Fulton fan or the uh, most biggest PVC cheerleader will be like, wow, in a way, this guy is, is the goods. This guy is the real deal. Do you think with the, 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 with the pound for pound, like, Let's just say Spence wins a, a split decision. Spence wins a an an eight four de- decision. Crawford wins an eight four decision. Crawford, any type of scenario could could upseat Nayo in a way as pound for pound. Uh yeah, I, I think so. Um I, I think this matchup, although I expected this one to be uh I don't know. I, I thought these guys younger or whatever it'd be, it'd be a better fight. Um, I was, again, I was wrong there, <laughs> but, uh, no, I think, I think that if we see like a really epic fight with 
Crawford and Spence, and, and one of them separates themselves and is a clear winner, I think there's a good argument that that guy is pound for pound. You know, it's going to, it's going to, there's still always going to be an argument. There's never, there's never not, but, um, but yeah, it's going to depend on how they do it. Because I think if it is a really competitive fight, but then but then one guy is able to separate himself and and be the clear one winner, you can be like, all right, well he he defeated a better fighter than Inouye did against Fulton, even yeah. though Fulton's good, but he's not. Listen, Fulton, you know, we talked about. I mean, you got to look past his numbers, but he's got a very low KO percentage. You know, the, the the odds were pretty wide for for Inouye. You know, so so technically on paper, this is this is a better matchup. You got two guys who are. Uh, undefeated both have knockout power um both guys have been dominant both guys are in the top five pound for pound Stephen fulton wasn't in the top so it's like yeah if you yeah. Beat, if you beat if you beat another guy in the top five of a pound for pound it, it carries a lot more weight um regardless of how in a way how good he looked against a very very good fighter it still wasn't a top pound for pound guy with spence and crawford either way they're whoever wins just beat someone who's in the top five of the pound for pound sometimes top for some people would say top three so yeah, yeah it's a I, I think there's a lot more weight held to the winner of the fight this weekend in regards to pound for pound. This is a crazy discussion we were having. Like, we just talked about one pound for pound performance and like, oh, we're like three days later, we're going to figure out who's really pound for pound. Like, this is an unprecedented time uh, for boxing fans. This is how it always should be. Um, we're in the middle of a great run, middle of a great week. Don't I put out a video yesterday, like, we enjoy it because we don't know how this will come around again or, or how often it's coming around again in a sport with no set schedule. But we're seeing something in the sport where the best are calling out the best, whether it's Devin Haney and fighting Regis Progray and Shakur getting in the mix. So everything that's going on at 135 to 140, uh, 147. Now we're seeing uh, 154 with Charlo moving up to fight Canelo. Um, the damn heavyweights are frustrating, but the sport will go on without them. I do think they'll end up fighting at the end of the year. Maybe Usyk Fury settle it. Like, there's a big movement right now. The time is now. If you're a prize fighter, if you're a champion, if you're a champion and you're not looking around your division trying to find the best challenge, you're an afterthought. Like you're 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 just going to be forgotten about. Like it's a hard enough sport to stay relevant in enough. Like you got to fight the best now. It's a movement. And I don't know who started it. I'm going to give anyone specific credit, but it's pretty clear right now in boxing that you if you're a champ and you're in in your division, you got to go seek out the biggest payday, biggest fight possible, or you're just going to be forgotten. Yeah, it's it's weird because I was that kind of fighter when I was coming up, and people were like made a big deal out of it. I'm like, what do you mean? I'm just trying to fight the best fighters in the world. I'm trying to be trying to be the best, trying to fight the best. I can't be the best if I, I'm not fighting them. Um, but now it's like we're seeing it, and the best fighters are fighting each other. It's yeah, it's it's a movement. It's a good thing. But um, you know, it's, it's funny. I was, I was in the Mayweather era. Yeah, well, everybody was in the, the Mayweather sweepstakes. I got, yeah. I got one of them. I got one of the sweepstakes, the Pacquiao fight. But I was hoping to get the you hit the lottery to get to get the Mayweather fight. Um, what were you saying? But uh, I was saying I, I did an interview with with Brian Campbell yesterday, and he was asking me about the Spence Crawford fight, and I was like, "Man, I'm a fighter. I can't think past Saturday. There's right. no Sunday for me, so I can't think past Inouye and Fulton." And then I was thinking, I was like, all right, well, once this fight's out of the way, I can really focus on Spence Crawford. I'm still buzzing about Fulton <laughs> and, in a way. Man. Well, we got it. Like, this is how it works, man. Like, there's like a week and a half, two weeks of pure lead up to a fight, even more for this one. It was months because of the of the delays. Then we get to the fight, and then we were all end up watching it. Then we get to talk about it for about a day and a half. But for this one, then, we got a flush. Then there's the post-fight hangover. We right. Like, we got what should we have now. Like the adrenaline yeah. dump will go after I hit end record on the Zoom. I will have an adrenaline dump and then I will have to drink another coffee. But 
then you got to flush it fast because then we have to get right back into hysteria for Spence Crawford, a fight, a throwback fight from like the 80s. The biggest fight we've been asking for for years is now three days away. So it's awesome. Well, the, good thing is that, the good thing is that we logged a bunch of content already for that. So go go check out our YouTube. We did a full fight breakdown for Spence Crawford. I'm glad we did that before this uh, weeks and months in advance because I'm too tired to do it today. The Algerian <laughs> Masterclass. Go to Inside Boxing Live YouTube. If you haven't already, watch our Spence Crawford in-ring breakdown. I made easily the best content we've ever put out. Chris landed like 10 minutes before that in New York, and we put him in the ring, and he's just one take, just flying through what makes Spence and Crawford so great. I was just an innocent bystander that time. I just was setting you up. I was just putting it on a tee, and you were smacking it out of the park. Uh, so go check that out. You did get um, punched in the head a few times, though. You did. You get, got, got grazed. Touched. You got you touched grazed. a few times. That scared me the most. Like you being able to graze my nose on purpose with a jab. I was like, Jesus Christ. While talking terrifying. and not looking at you. <laughs> terrifying, terrifying, scary, educational. It, it was a whole experience. I hope you can all experience it too on our Inside Boxing Life YouTube page. It's there right now. We're going to have so much coverage uh, from Spence Crawford day to day. We're, we're flying out Wednesday night. Uh, we'll be there Thursday at the, in the press room, talking to a lot of different people behind the scenes right now to set up some really fun interviews and content. So keep it locked to Inside Boxing Live. Follow PTV uh, on Instagram and Twitter. We're going to have so much content for you in Las Vegas. We're partnering with PPV. Um, you're going to have to follow PPV.com. You have to follow us to get updates and be in the sweepstakes for uh, that. Before we get to Mark Picardi, final words on Niowa anyway. Uh, how far can this guy take it? What's next? Just one last word. I'm not even going to talk about what's next because I'm just I'm I'm still enjoying the fact that we're literally post fight right now. Um, incredible performance. He deserves to go put his feet up a little bit, enjoy his victory against his, his toughest opponent. This was his toughest fight, and he handled it swimmingly. I mean, it was it was easy, easy work. Um, but I also know that there is no easy work when it comes to a fight. So the preparation was done, the discipline was 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 displayed. Incredible, incredible fighter. Right now, he is my pound for pound number one. But we got to see what happens in three days. All right, let's get to Mark Bricardi with PPV.com. Uh, fun interview here, and you'll also figure out how to win your first free pay-per-view. Let's bring in Mark Bricardi. He's the Senior Vice President of Program and Marketing at PPV.com, a big-time boxing fan and the man behind some of the great stuff you're seeing over at PPV.com. Mark, hello. Fight Week is here. It's finally here. Spence Crawford. How exciting, right? Ne ne not that I never thought we'd get here. I thought it would drag out, though, for much longer. So I'm so happy we're here at this point. Yeah, it's been a long time coming. Uh, we'll all be out in Vegas. PPV is sending Chris and I uh, to Las Vegas. So first of all, thank you for that. That's going to be great. Um, we're going to bring a lot of content to the fans out there. Fans are starving uh, for this fight, a real 50-50 fight. But first off, let's talk a little bit about, about PPV. For, for those that don't know, uh, what exactly is PPV.com? And, and tell us a little bit about the platform. Yeah, sure. Um, so PPV.com is really a um, one-stop shop for fight fans. So all the biggest events are are there as um, pay-per-views. They're available to order um, and consume through apps on all, you know, every, every platform that, that you can imagine. And um, there are a couple of little cool bells and whistles that we have with PPV.com that make it a little different than if you ordered it anywhere else. One of which is we have this live chat that goes on during an event, and that chat is hosted by industry experts, um, journalists, uh, boxers, former boxers, 
Um, so that's really fun. So it's a way for fans to interact. Um, and we also have um, uh, polling throughout. So it's a real, it's a much more interactive type experience. Uh, it's it's a lot of fun. But if you don't want that and you just want the fight full screen on your big screen TV or your small little phone, uh, you can do that too. So it, it's a cool way for fans to have options on how to watch a, a really fun pay-per-view event. Yeah, me and Chris and Lance Pugmire will be in the chat uh, from the fight. Uh, I've done a bunch of those before hosting a chat. It's really fun to be able to interact with the fans because when I watch a fight at home, I have Twitter open or uh, are we calling it X? I think it's called X. Right. As of today, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I have X open. I'm never going to call it that. I have Twitter open while I'm watching a fight and I'm tweeting or I'm like listening to what everyone else is into. But to be able to interact live with fans and kind of like see how they're scoring it or what would you see that round? That to me, it makes it uh, really cool and really interactive. So be on the lookout for that Saturday night when Chris, former world champion who has stepped in the ring with Errol Spence will be in the chat as, long, as well as Lance Pugmire, award-winning journalist and myself. I don't know what I'll offer. Maybe a few jokes uh, here and there, or maybe some, some, some punch stats. Um, but we have a big announcement, Mark. And that's why I have you here on the show. Like I, I'm going to, the floor is yours. Like let's, let's make our big announcement. I've kind of teased it, but now it's official. It is official and it's very exciting. And um, we are thrilled to be working with uh, John Boy this week during fight week and what we're gonna do is starting today, uh, between now and fight day, one, one time a day, we're gonna be giving away a free pay-per-view to watch Spence Crawford on ppv.com. Um, we're super excited about it. You just mentioned uh, the chat hosts. It's gonna be a great experience, best one we've done. And, um, and we're really excited about it. So one free pay-per-view a day is gonna be given away. A um, couple things that we we need everyone to do. Um, you got to follow the ppv.com socials, the inside boxing um, socials, and then you got to keep up to date with what you guys are posting, right? That's going to be a big key. You guys are going to drop the clues on on uh, on, on how to win. So it's going to be a, an exciting week. Yeah, it's like a scavenger hunt. Um, the first Love one's it. today. Uh, so that's awesome. PPV doing, doing the fans a, a big service, five pay-per-views free, not just one, one a day starting today, uh, Wednesday, all throughout uh, the week. And we'll be posting a lot of content from the media center and uh, ringside. Um, and we'll also be putting out videos. So that's how you'll be able to follow along. But like uh, Mark said, you got to be following uh, all the platforms, subscribe uh, on, on inside boxing live, YouTube, uh, follow on, on Twitter, myself and follow inside boxing or excuse me. Um, Inside Box Live on PPV as well, and yep. all the, the the channels. First off, I guess the first prompt would be: I'm going to ask you your favorite fight of all time. That's a great question. So let let me answer it um, this way: um, the my favorite fight that I've ever been at, yeah, was Mayweather Hatton. Oof. Okay, and here's the reason why: the energy in the building that night was unlike anything that I had seen. And, you know, I, I, I've experienced it maybe once or twice since then with a Conor McGregor fight. The energy that the English fans brought oh, yeah. was like anything I had ever seen in Vegas. Drums in the crowd, chants the whole time. It was like being at a, a you know, a soccer match, a football match. And mm -hmm. that's what it felt like. So that was the mo one of the most exciting, if not the most exciting event that I was at for the energy. Um, my favorite, <laughs> my favorite fight. I loved Cotto Margarito too. Oh, at the garden? The storyline story behind that. Yeah. 
Um, and then what happened? It felt like justice was served. Yeah. And that was a fight I was really looking forward to. I had been at the first one, went to the second one, and I really felt satisfied uh, with the outcome of that fight. So Cotto Margarito too is, is really at the top of my list. All right, so I think what we'll do is we'll say, what is Mark's favorite fight of all time? Not the fight he was at. So that's the first question, uh, the first prompt for a free ticket. So if you're watching this on YouTube, comment. Uh, this clip will be put on our social um, and you're going to comment there. That's how we'll pick. That's how we get into the running uh, for the first free pay-per-view. So you're a fight fan. So, you, you know, we see a lot of executives. We see a lot of um, people in the business that don't exactly love the sport, but you are a true fight fan. I am. Yeah. Um, I, I've always liked the sport. When I started to, um, uh, you know, work in this business, which you know, I've been at the parent company of PPV.com in demand for 20 years, um, I really fell in love with the sport. So even though I've always followed it, I sort of had that, um, that, uh, you know, falling in love moment 20 years ago. And um, I've learned so much about the way that these athletes work, how you can make an argument. They're the best conditioned athletes in the world. It's just remarkable what they put their bodies through. Jury will love that. You said that. Yeah, <laughs> I bet, you know, podcasters uh, do a lot with their bodies. Too. Uh, no, I, I, me and Chris went in the ring uh, yeah. for, it's on YouTube right now. Um, our ring breakdown. Um, and he kind of grazed me with a few jabs that he mm -hmm. said he did on purpose. He just grazed my nose just barely. That's how he still got it. He hasn't been in the ring in a few years. He still got that precision. Like that blew me away. Stepping in the ring with a professional fighter. So yeah, I would agree. Professional fighters are. Yeah, I, I think I, I think what a lot of people don't don't realize or understand what I really um, came to appreciate long time ago. These aren't just barroom, you know, brawls that are happening. These guys are not only artists; they're scientists, right? With the precision that they've got, but also the the uh, the moves, um, you know, the defensive posturing. There's artistry and there's science behind it, and and that um, that is just such a great combination to have in a sport. Artistry, science, and it's a big show. It's going to be a really big show this weekend. Las Vegas will be there all week. PPV.com is the best way to order uh, Spence Crawford. If not for the chat, just it's just very convenient. Uh, you can watch it on your phone. You can watch it on your tablet. You can watch it on your. You can stream it to your TV. It's just the way to order pay-per-views. I'm excited, Mark. I cannot wait to get out there. We're going to hop on a plane soon and head out to uh, the desert. Any final words uh, for fans at home when it comes to ordering these pay-per-views? So what I would say is um, order now, get in get in there early, and get your pay-per-view secured on ppv.com. I think this is one of those events um, you know, where what you've got is what's going to happen in the ring is what's going to make this a great fight and what people are so excited about. Unlike so many other events where it's about, you know, the talk between the fighters right. and, you know, the, the social media buildup, this one, this is going to be a huge fight for boxing because of what's going to happen in the ring. None of the other noise around it. And I think that's, what's going to make it really, really exciting. So I think it's going to be a huge event and uh, I'm really, really looking forward to it. One of the best years in, in boxing history, uh, a lot of big fights, which means big pay-per-views and ppv.com is the way to do it. Thanks for your time, Mark. And I'll see you out in Vegas, my friend. Can't wait. Thanks, Dan. Special thanks to Mark over at ppv.com. They are doing the thing by sending us out there for great content. There you go. You heard the question. Go and answer it in the uh, comments over on, on YouTube. We'll find a, a winner for that pay-per-view. Chris? Next time I see you, we'll be in the media tent in Las Vegas. 
for the biggest fight of the last 10, 15, 20 years. I'm pumped, but I'm also exhausted yeah. already. I'm arriving a little later than you. I'm getting in on Thursday because I got to work shows for Pro Box TV on Wednesday night. We got live shows there. So uh, busy, busy week of fighting. We got a fight on Tuesday. Fight, I got a fight on Wednesday. We got Thursday. There's a Estrada is fighting Friday night. Friday is Sinisa Estrada. If we want to go to that, we're going to be in Vegas. Yeah, we're, we're also uh, PPV sending us to uh, Jerry Seinfeld stand up. I'm going to check that oh, out. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Oh, man. You guys, you guys, you better tune in. We got You're so much content. So much, so much. Um, yeah, so keep it locked. PPV and Inside Boxing Live. Protect yourselves at all times. Keep your hands up at all times. Stay out of those DMs unless you are have a party for us in Vegas. We're out.